0: Chapter 44 of the Bent Twig by Dorothy Canfield. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 44 A bruised reed will he not break, and a dimly burning wick will he not quench. From Isaiah. As she stepped down the path, she saw a battered black straw hat on the other side of the hedge. Cousin Parnelia's worn old face and dim eyes looked at her through the gate. Under her arm she held planchette. Sylvia stepped through the gate and drew it in hospitality shut back of her. "'What is it, Cousin Parnelia?' she said, challengingly, determined to protect her father the elder woman's face was all aglow oh my dear i've had such a wonderful message from your dear mother last night sylvia recoiled from the mad old creature she could not bear to have her sane calm strong mother's name on those lips cousin parnelia went on full of confidence i was sound asleep last night when i was awakened by the clock striking two it sounded so loud that i thought somebody had called to me i sat up in bed and said what is it and then i felt a great longing to have planchette write i got out of bed in my nightgown and sat down in the dark at the table planchette wrote so fast that i could hardly keep up with it and when it stopped i lighted a match and see here in your mother's very handwriting fervently she held the bit of paper up for sylvia to see the girl cast a hostile look at the paper and saw that the writing on it was the usual scrawl produced by cousin Parnelia hardly legible and resembling anything rather than her mother's handwriting read it read it it is too beautiful quivered the other and then let me show it to your father it was meant for him sylvia shook like a roughly plucked fiddle-string she seized the wrinkled old hand fiercely cousin parnelia i forbid you going anywhere near my father you know as well as i do how intensely he has always detested spiritualism to see you might be the thing that would the old woman broke in protesting her hat falling to one side her brown false front sliding with it and showing the thin gray hairs beneath but sylvia this is the very thing that would save him such a beautiful beautiful message from your mother see in her own handwriting sylvia snatched the sheet of yellow paper that's not my mother's handwriting do you think i am as crazy as you are she tore the paper into shreds and scattered them from her feeling a relief in the violence of her action the next moment she remembered how patient her mother had always been with her daft kinswoman and seeing tears in the blurred old eyes went to put placating arms about the other's neck never mind cousin parnelia she said with a vague kindness i know you mean to do what's right only we don't believe as you do and father must not be excited she turned sick as she spoke and shrank away from the hedge carrying her small old cousin with her above the hedge appeared her father's gray face and burning eyes he was not looking at her but at cousin parnelia Who now sprang forward crying that she had a beautiful beautiful message from cousin barbara it came last night at two o'clock just after the clock struck two professor marshall looked quickly at his daughter and she saw that he too had heard the clock striking in the dreadful night and that he noted the coincidence just after the clock struck two she wrote the loveliest message for you with planchette "'Sylvia tore it up, but I'm sure that if we try with faith, she will repeat it.' Professor Marshall's eyes were fixed on his wife's old cousin. "'Come in,' he said in a hoarse voice. They were almost the first words Sylvia had heard him say. Cousin Pornelian hastened up the path to the house. Sylvia followed with her father, at the last extremity of agitation and perplexity, When Cousin Parnelia reached the dining-room table, she sat down by it, pushed the cloth to one side, and produced a fresh sheet of yellow paper from her shabby bag. "'Put yourselves in a receptive frame of mind,' she said in a glib, professional manner. Sylvia stiffened and tried to draw her father away, but he continued to stand by the table, staring at the blank sheet of paper with a strange, wild expression on his white face. He did not take his eyes from the paper in a moment he sat down suddenly as though his knees had failed him there was a long silence in which sylvia could hear the roaring of the blood in her arteries cousin parnelia put one deeply veined shrunken old hand on planchette and the other over her eyes and waited her wrinkled commonplace old face assuming a solemn expression of importance the clock ticked loudly Planchette began to write, at first in meaningless flourishes, then with occasional words, and finally Sylvia saw streaming away from the pencil the usual loose, scrawling handwriting. Several lines were written, and then the pencil stopped abruptly. Sylvia, standing near her father, heard his breathing grow loud, and saw in a panic that the veins on his temples were swollen. Cousin Parnelia took her hand off Planchette, put on her spectacles, read over what had been written and gave it to professor marshall sylvia was in such a state of bewilderment that nothing her father could have done would have surprised her she half expected to see him dash the paper in the old woman's face half thought that any moment he would fall choking with apoplexy what he did was to take the paper and try to hold it steadily enough to read but his hand shook terribly i will read it to you "'said Cousin Parnelia, and she read aloud in her monotonous, illiterate voice. "'I am well and happy, dearest Elliot, and never far from you. "'When you call to me, I hear you. "'All is not yet clear, but I wish I could tell you more of the whole meaning. "'I am near you this moment. "'I wish that—' "'The message stopped there,' explained Cousin Parnelia, laying down the paper. Professor Marshall leaned over it, straining his eyes to the rude scrawls, passing his hand over his forehead as though to brush away a web. He broke out in a loud, high voice. That is her handwriting! Good God, her very handwriting! The way she writes Elliot! It is from her! He snatched the paper up and took it to the window, stumbling over the chairs blindly as he went. As he held it up to the light, poring over it again, He began to weep, crying out his wife's name softly, the tears streaming down his unshaven cheeks. He came back to the table and sank down before it, still sobbing, still murmuring incessantly, Oh, Barbara, Barbara, and laid his head on his outstretched arms. Let him cry, whispered Cousin Parnelia sentimentally to Sylvia, drawing her away into the hall. A few minutes later, when they looked in, he had fallen asleep his head turned one side so that Sylvia saw his face, tear-stained and exhausted, but utterly relaxed and at peace like that of a little child in sleep. Crushed in one hand was the yellow sheet of paper covered with coarse, wavering marks. End of chapter 44